0: And now, a Blaze Media Podcast. Hello. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. How are you today? Good to see you. You look great. I'm tired of hearing how bad you look. Because you don't. You look wonderful. Thanks for joining us today. Now, Tara Reid. You know. The actress, Tara R-E-I-D wants everyone to know she's not Tara Reid, R-E-A-D-E. You know, the Tara Reid, R-E-A-D-E, that's said Joe Biden attacked her, assaulted her. Yeah, that Tara Reid is not the Tara Reid, the actress, you know, from American Pie and Sharknado. She's really upset. And she's been inundated with people mad at her and wanting to know what the heck is wrong with you. You're a bad person. And what have you done with your life? You've just been an American pie. And then the Sharknado movies, Um, that's not her. Tara Reid wants you to know she's not Tara Reid. She's Tara Reid, but not that Tara Reid. In fact, she wants everyone to know that Hey, I don't know Joe Biden. I know about him, but I'm not into politics at all. I'm the wrong person to bring into politics. You know, it's just me, Tara Reid, not Tara Reid. So she's pissed. So those of you that are giving Tara Reid a hard time about being Tara Reid, she wants you to know that she's not Tara Reid. Okay. Okay. Got it. So we're all wondering, now ah, what's going on during the lockdown? What can I do with our lives? Where should we go? Should we do something? No, because it's lockdown. No, we can't go out. An Alabama man decided, you know what? I'm going out. I'm going to do something, and they're not going to do anything about it. He broke into Disney World's Magic Kingdom and uh, just started hanging out, living uh, living in the Magic Kingdom all by himself. only problem is uh, the resort's been closed since mid-March. He uh, gained access to the park, said he was unaware that he'd done anything wrong. I just... Figured, hey, I found a tropical paradise. I've been hanging out. I've just been living on Discovery Island. I know, look, I I know it's been closed since, I don't know, 1999. But I've just been walking around the park, living here, hanging out. I hung out at the wildlife park for a day or so. And then I found this place, this Discovery Island place in these old buildings. Didn't look like anybody been in for a long time. And I figured, hey, I'm just going to hang out here for a while. (laughs) (laughs) i am in love with this guy and worst case i mean he's barely in trouble really they gave him trespassing a trespassing charge and disney said you're barred from coming to our properties anymore i mean do you think he gets busted if he comes back if disney ever comes back strong like they were with hundreds of thousands of people going through the gate do you think they wrestle him to the ground if he comes back through the gate Probably not. Probably not. And have you filled out your uh, census yet? They're really struggling and fearing a big undercount with the census because everybody is like, "Mm, no, not doing that. We haven't done it. They haven't figured it out. People are coming to the doors, right? They have webinars that people, I I have mine sitting on on the table. I have, I went to, I started filling it out. And I started answering, and then I thought, oh, I'm not going to answer all these questions. And then I, I, I stopped for a little bit, and I came back, and I timed out from the online. I was, ah. so I haven't gotten back to it. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we need to do it. It's supposed to help with, ah, uh, who represents us, and who's in the country, and where you're from, and what you've done. I know. I know. I get it. But have you done it yet? I mean, really? Once we started the lockdown, I mean, I feel like oh, you could do the online version. You got nothing else to do. Just figure it out. And that's what my plan was. I sat it down. I thought, I'm going to do it. And then I timed it out because I got up and I went to get a cup of coffee and I did this. And then I come back and I was like, ah, oh, I don't have time. Plus, they want to know too much. They want to know too much. I really don't want to tell them everything. I want to say, yeah, you know what? I live here, and maybe, maybe I don't even want to tell them that. So I'm not sure what to do about it. Wait, I hope they want
1: to know too much. All the ask Yeah, is they want
0: to know too much.
1: Two questions per
0: household. No, there's all. There's a lot more.
1: No, I didn't mind when it came out. No, and there's it was, a lot more. It was your name, your ethnicity, then your race. And then your address is already filled out because you gave them your code. And then you hit submit. That's No, it.
0: they wanted to know uh, everything about every person in the house. I, I don't know. I, maybe I went to a different website. Maybe I went to... That's what I'm saying. I think I went to a an illegal census website.
1: Because like like mine was already pre-filled out. By the time I put in the online code, everything was pre-filled out except for my name, my race ethnicity, and how many people live in the household, and then that same question per person, and what are they, like, are they my spouse or are they my kid? And yeah, too
0: much. Too much information. I hit
1: submit, and yeah, I was much. done.
0: Yeah, way too much. I do not want to know too much.
1: I feel like that's not...
0: For every person in my household, I got, like, ten people living here.
1: Yeah, so what is it? White? Caucasian? <laughs> <laughs> Son,
0: no, I white, mean, no, caucasian, no, I mean, no, they've got daughter, uh, you no, know, grandma, grandma was from another country. It's, not, it's just agonizing. I don't know what
1: Caucasian spouse, white, <laughs> caucasian, myself.
0: It's too much. It's too, it's too much information. It's
1: too much. Hispanic, Latino, father-in-law.
0: Again, I think you're missing my point. It's too much.
1: I just did it for you, S- actually. Send me your <laughs> code, send me your code, and I'll finish it. <laughs> because I feel like I just did it. Oh, you know what? No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm you just gonna
0: it times out. I'm if just gonna know.
1: cut this segment out just so, and I'm like, my name is Jeff Fisher, and I am doing my senses via audio, and I just send it. <laughs>
0: See, it's too much information. You're right. You can't, can't do it. You're absolutely I right. I literally
1: did it me. in 15 seconds.
0: Okay. A couple things. We talked about how the final cruise ships have docked and the passengers are off and we're just cruise ships are done, right? Um, wrong. Yeah, there are some passengers, uh, Off of all the cruise ships, but there's still crew workers trapped on cruise ships. (laughs) What? How would you like to be one of the 100,000 crew workers still trapped on cruise ships? Uh, No, thank you. No, thank you. They're floating around. Nobody wants to take them. Nobody, they don't know how they're going to get off the ship. They can't get off the ship because if they get off the ship, there's no way to travel to their home where they're, where they, where they live. Uh, you know, they're according, according to this story, they're not getting paid, but what do they need money for? Actually, they just need some food flown into the ship, right? I mean, I don't even know if that's happening. It's incredible. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how you get off of it. I don't know how you, they've lost a few uh, a few people to, to COVID nineteen. Uh, people are sick on some of the ships. Not bad, but they're you know they're banned from air travel. Good luck. God bless. Good luck. God bless for all the people still trapped on cruise ships. They're just floating around, <laughs> floating around, just castaways on a cruise ship. Good luck. God bless. So before the show started, Chris is telling me a story about his sister who lives in Alaska. Now I want to talk just a little bit about when we talk about this story, I want you to know that you heard on this very podcast, chewing the fat uh, of which you should be a subscriber to. If you're listening to this podcast on some kind of broadcast facility And you're not a subscriber to the podcast. Stop being a freeloader. Okay, subscribe to the podcast. But we told you that animals are starting to take over. They're coming into cities. Absolutely, they're taking over society.
1: Absolutely.
0: So you're talking to your sister yesterday, or you're playing some stupid game in Fortnite, which is how you think you're you know having family time. That's our
1: family time now. It's Fortnite. 6 p.m. Central, whatever Alaska time that is, 7 p.m. Eastern. We play Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And she goes, she screams, and I hear the baby cry. So I'm like, okay, is everybody okay? What's going on? She's like, there's a bear on my window. I'm going to go grab my camera. I'm like, what? I'm going to go grab what? my camera. I'm going to go follow it. You're going to go follow what? Uh, no. I was like, uh, you have a baby? No.
0: And How about you grab a gun? How about that? That's my first thought. Not so, a camera, or grab both camera, the camera and, and a gun. gun. Yes,
1: yes. So, she grabs the camera. You know, she stops talking. So, I just, you know, I was like, okay, have fun. She's like, no, 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 stay, stay, stay. <laughs> yeah, just in case something happens. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, because
0: you're going to be right there. I you're am. You're be right there to yes,
1: help her. Yes, I'm right there to help her. So, she takes a couple pictures and then she says, what is he eating? I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh. So the neighbors last night had a barbecue, and they forgot to clean up their, you know, put everything away. Oh, and my gosh. And it attracted the bear. And Fisher, I'm going to send you pictures of this bear. This bear may be one of the bears we always talk about every year during the Fat Bear Week.
0: Yeah. Because, I'm, I'm sure he's just wandering around looking for food if people are leaving it out.
1: Yep. So she did that. And okay. a couple of uh, s- <laughs> a couple of minutes later on the stupid next door app, a lady puts
0: the next door, app. Yeah,
1: the next door app. A lady puts, <laughs> um, we're seeing a high traffic of bears. So if I see uh, your garbage not stored properly, I'm going to do it for you. Okay. And how is that hurting me?
0: Uh, okay. I mean, uh, thank you. And why are you posting on my neighborhood app? Just take care of it.
1: Yes, just do it. Like, I don't care. I find
0: it. I mean, I find it weird that if you live in Alaska, you don't know that. True. Because, I mean, even I know that. And I I don't live in Alaska.
1: And the thing too is, it's Alaska. It's like one of the guys (laughs) that commented on her post, (laughs) it's Alaska. The bear population is more than the human population. Now, Probably don't quote him on that because we don't have the exact numbers of how many bears. Actual numbers? Yeah, we don't have actual numbers. <laughs> but I will say that it's close enough to make sense of what he said that it's
0: Alaska. Yeah, plus, I mean, everyone's in lockdown, right? So the animals, as I said, are starting to take over wherever humans are because humans aren't. Anymore. Yep. And now, where humans are, where they're not, they're inside. They're leaving food out. I mean, of course, they're coming in. Yes.
1: And no one is coming. By now, Alaska's still on a state lockdown. You can leave. You know, you could do stuff around the state, but you cannot leave the state.
0: Seriously, you can't get out. Of you the, cannot get the out the state of state, of You
1: cannot leave the state. And what if thinking, I
0: sneak out? I can't even sneak out.
1: Well, sure. If you want to sneak out to Russia. <laughs> You know, you could just walk to Russia. You know, my you sister, my sister can see right Russia can from, see the backyard, from the backyard, a front porch. Front porch yeah. yeah, but did you see the picture I sent you of that bear? I bet you that bear is one of the bears that we talked about.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a good sized bear. It's a good, good sized size bear. bear. And I'm guessing, you know, most bears, we could say are good sized bears.
1: Oh, absolutely! I mean, did you see that other video I posted about the monkey trying to kidnap the little girl?
0: Yes. And I want to say, I want to say that uh, you can go. Uh, I should. I'll retweet this on Jeffy JFR. You can follow Chris's Twitter account, whatever the hell it is. At real Chris Cruz. Um, what is it? At real Chris Cruz. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. The uh, uh I looked at that. Well, uh, what's fascinating about that is that the kid is fine. The kid just gets up and goes back to where they were playing. I feel it's like amazing.
1: that. I feel like that kid is being kidnapped by this monkey. It's it's a whole saga. It's the family kidnaps the baby monkey. And then the monkey's family it they go back and forth. Really weird. I have so many questions. Where did the monkey get the, bicycle, the motorcycle? Why is the monkey on the leash? How long is that leash? Why is the monkey trying to get the little girl? And why is the cameraman perfectly aligned I know. to record this?
0: And don't forget the monkey had a motorcycle. So there's that. So as long as we're talking about animals and, uh, you know, we're, you know, talking about bears in, I don't know, Alaska last week or the week before I told you about the murder hornets in the U S right. The Asian giant hornet. We talked about it here on this podcast. And now this weekend they're everywhere. The story's everywhere about it. No one mentions what we talked about here on this podcast. Google is Testing how they're going to kill mosquitoes. How about Google works on killing the Asian giant hornet? That's my point. With, uh, now that we have stories everywhere, thanks to hearing about it first here on Chewing the Fat, let's put Google to work. Google, please, on behalf of all humans on the planet, specifically here in the United States because we don't really care that much about the rest of the world, we would like the the Asian giant hornet to be stopped. And I don't know if you've seen a picture of the Asian giant hornets or actually seen them in real life, but it is frightening. You do not want to get stung by these bees. And they're all, I mean, you talk about, I, I say stung. I believe that they have a stinger the size of your leg. I mean, they're just huge. You do not want to get stung by these things. So please Google. Do what you do. We put a pause on the mosquitoes, and we just focus on the Asian giant hornet, and then we can get back to the mosquitoes.
1: By the okay? way, I notice I, I know I know you're a racist, but I didn't know you were going to be this blatant of racist. Why are you qualifying them as Asian?
0: That's what they're called. Uh, I, I I agree that, you know, that it could be viewed as racism, but that's what they're called. The no, Asian giant hornet.
1: I don't know if you heard anything about 2020. We no longer call things where they come from. Because if that were a thing, this would be the Wuhan virus, not COVID-19 or <laughs> coronavirus. So I need you, Mr. Racist KKK hood wearing white privileged person to find a better name for the giant hornets.
0: Okay. that would just I guess just giant hornets. Right. Thank you. You know what? Thank you. You racist. And I guess I guess that's maybe why why the title of the story is murder hornets. oh the story doesn't even the story that I'm looking at right now is from the New York Times and of course it's murder hornets so yeah they're sad. not
1: gonna put Asian hornets
0: they but okay so uh speaking of you talked about uh racism and hood wearing uh races did you see the story about the guy in San Diego where he was the company and in San Diego or San diego county they are forcing mandating people to wear masks okay Right. okay which we'll talk a little bit about more in our coronavirus update because more and more places as we talked about uh previously on the podcast are mandating that you wear masks but he went into a store that you know and he lives in san diego county where they're mandating it in the store is mandating that you wear a mask and he puts on the kkk mask apparently um they don't care if you don't have a mask if that's the only mask you have because the world went crazy. They made him finally, he finally took it off. They were trying to kick him out of the store or he couldn't, they weren't going to sell him any goods. And he, as soon as he took it off, they let him, you know, check out and go about his business. <laughs> but uh, if he had the KKK so, mask on, they weren't going to allow him to do any business.
1: So, what you're saying, and I want you to correct me if I'm wrong, if we want to stop people telling us to put masks on, Everybody should go buy a KKK hood and go to these mandatory yes. places, and then they'll be like, "Oh, look at the time."
0: Yes, I, that's exactly it's, that's right. what
1: I'm hearing on my end. But then again, I forgot to clean my ears today, so correct me if I'm wrong.
0: I don't want to, you know, I don't want to recommend that everyone wear KKK mask. That horrible. G- godforsaken kkk mask that means that uh, you're a racist and you uh you want people to die and you belong to the Ku klux klan but i'm just saying that if you don't want to wear a mask in a particular business if you were to put that mask on they'll make you take it off but they'll still let you do business in their store so good luck good luck so strange we'll talk more about the masks And the places and areas that are mandating you wear them now, it's, (sighs) I'd like to say it's out of control, but I think we're long past out of control. As long as we're on animals, though, I do want to tell you a little bit of story about about, uh, birds just dropping from the sky. We had the crows in Missouri just fall from the sky dead we don't know what was causing it. they just dropped dead.
1: No, we we, well, we found that out. That was the Scientology community from California that killed them. I remember oh, That's right. I remember this episode. We did an that's entire right. episode <laughs> and we figured it out.
0: <laughs>
1: it was the Scientologist. Well,
0: apparently, apparently Scientologists are now killing uh parakeets in Australia as well. Wow, they're gone worldwide. They they have the uh, it's called Lorikeet paralysis syndrome. Ooh. All right, so these lorikeet parakeets, parrots are uh, it paralyzes the birds until they suffocate or are eaten by ants or predators. So they're just flying along and all of a sudden they get this uh they get LPS. this paralysis LPS. and they just drop to the ground. just drop to the ground. And then they just lay there. They can't fly. So they either get eaten by ants or other animals come up and eat them.
1: Is this the same syndrome of the zombie? Remember that?
0: Yeah. Well, That was zombie ants, though, right? Yeah,
1: that was the zombie ants that, you know, made crazy things happen to the animals. Yeah. Does this have kind of the same effect? I,
0: I guess. I, I don't know. They're talking about the, the syndrome, uh, the lorikeet paralysis syndrome. Yeah, LPS. Or LPS. clenched foot syndrome, all right, oh, has left birds immobile on... Z- on sidewalks where they die horrific deaths so i'm guessing if you're a bird or a human and you just have some kind of paralysis where you fall to the ground um that's going to be a horrific death for you
1: dude if you think about it it's only been this is may and 2020 is going (laughs) out with a bang we got freaking wuhan virus we got monkeys kidnapping little kids Bears, you know, just losing fear of man. Now, LPS, we got birds flying from the sky that the Scientologist is killing.
0: We got birds with little hats. I like- mean, it's, I, I'm i a big fan of parrots, and where they decide to live, I mean, they build huge nests they do. in these trees. And uh, apparently, Brisbane, Australia, is the epicenter for the new disease, uh, the lorikeet. It called again. Gonna make sure the Laura Paralysis Syndrome.
1: All
0: right, let's go to the break room. I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar desperately. Look, was in the break room today. Brad Meltzer, author, television star, huge—I don't even know how—you're just this monster superstar these days. Brad Meltzer, in the break room. How are you, sir?
2: I'm—I'm uh, I'm too busy blushing right now. At—not at, uh, because you know I'm disagreeing with you, but because when we hang up, you're going to text me and say, "You see how good I made you look."
0: So tomorrow is the big day. You are launching your latest uh, spectacular version of a uh, conspiracy, the Lincoln conspiracy. Uh, What brought this on? Because I just read some of it uh, last night, and I can't wait to finish it.
2: Yeah, listen, we all know the story of John Wilkes Booth. Ending Abraham Lincoln's presidency. Right. But this is the story of the secret plot to kill Abraham Lincoln at the beginning of his presidency. And the truth was, Jeffy, it's just a crazy story. Um, And, you know, Lincoln at the time, to get to Washington, D.C. and be sworn in as the 16th president, you got to go from Illinois, his hometown, to Washington, D.C. The only way to get there you got to go through baltimore but baltimore at the time was a slave state so the plot was very simple the secret society was going to kill abraham lincoln when he came through baltimore Uh, needless to say uh, the plot was foiled i don't want a big big spoiler alert for that one Um, but the story of what almost happens and how they foil the plot when i was researching just blew my mind and was like I, i need to tell this story
0: yes Uh, it's a, a fast, I read, I've, I've read the, uh, the first part of it. And I, again, I mean, I can't wait to finish it, but, uh, when you think about how it came about that they saved him, uh, it's really incredible and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So it comes out tomorrow right? The Lincoln conspiracy. This is your new thing now, right? I mean, what's the next conspiracy? Before we promote more of the Lincoln conspiracy, I mean, you've already are working on your next conspiracy. Yes, I mean, so look at you, you I, I,
2: I, we, we, you know, we kill ourselves for a year. We're finally done and we can finally like, sn- <laughs> like take a nap. And you're like, what's the next one?
0: You know um, that you and Josh are already, you've oh, already we are started. Oh, we
2: are. You know, already well. started. We are, of course already started. Um, we've been on it for a while now, but you know, the the truth was when we started, you know, we did last year we did the first conspiracy, The Secret Plot to Kill George Washington That's and everyone. Great. You know, that was a wonderful book that we found, and I found the story a decade ago. Um, and we were like, How do you top how are we gonna top George Washington? You know, the good news was is we knew this story about Abraham Lincoln. And, you know, I, I love George Washington. I'm a huge George Washington fan. I don't know though if anyone uh you know, the only person I think who could beat him in my mind is Abraham Lincoln himself. And so, of course, after that, we're looking at the next one and trying to figure out. We haven't announced it yet. We want to make sure we're pretty far down the path. But, you know, the reason we do these stories is not like, oh, it's cool because we got this conspiracy title and that's fun. But it's because they let us tell stories that are really not just about the titillating plot to kill Abraham Lincoln, but it's about the context in which they're in. And that's what we really look for. So in this one, we knew when we started this, like, this is a time in America where— The country is divided, completely divided, right? You got the – it's three days after Abraham Lincoln is elected, South Carolina passes a resolution saying that they want to secede from the union. Three days. That's how much time they give Abraham Lincoln. And at the time – you know, the country is so divided. Whatever side you're on, you hate the other side. You think the other side is ho- – they're horrible, awful people. Huh. Does that sound familiar it to does, you? It does. It does that does sound like anything sound you might familiar. recognize every single freaking <laughs> day in our lives right now? So and the question was, is what do good leaders do in those situations? What does a great leader do? And Abraham Lincoln in that moment – and they're trying to kill him. They're literally trying to kill him. He doesn't go, let's divide it more. He tries to unite us. That's what great leaders do. They remember the United States of America, and huh. and so it was very important for us that not just tell the story of of Abraham Lincoln and the plot to kill him, but but that context of where we are in history right now. Just it, it plays such an important role.
0: So we're talking to Brad Meltzer, uh, the the latest book, The Lincoln Conspiracy. Now in today's world, uh, Brad, how are you? I know you're Mr. Big Shot. Uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Mr. You can go anywhere and do anything you want whenever you want but in today's world it seems like you know in our lockdown world uh, your book uh, is available for everyone tomorrow. Or you probably just go to bradmelzer.com and pre-order it right now as a matter of fact if you're listening before the 5th of May 2020. Um and by the way, uh, if you're listening live, may the 4th be with you. Huh? That's
2: just Not that's, funny to uh, me. That's, that's serious that's, stuff, man. That's,
0: for you, Brad. <laughs> so how are you sneaking around the country promoting your book? What's going on?
2: You know, uh, we're following the rules on this one. I mean, we are. Uh, we had a book tour planned that was going to take us across the entire country to, you know, dozen yeah. different cities. Um, and that has turned into virtual events. So we start, you know, tomorrow, Tuesday, we are on Barnes & Noble's Facebook page nationwide, broadcasting from our house with Josh Mensch, you know the amazing co-writer and executive producer of our TV show, who helped do this. Um, as we put out this book tour for the Lincoln Conspiracy, then we'll go to Miami. We're going to actually, you know, they're going to beam me into Dallas. I will be that close to you. A, a nice. gigabyte. Nice. They're going to beam me into Dallas for the JCC there, and so and a Dallas, and I think it's Good Morning Texas tomorrow. Um, that's just the way. We are all trying to adapt. Yeah. The same thing you're doing is we're, we're, we're building this boat as we're sailing this boat. And we're trying to figure out how do we take this story at a time, especially where we need hero stories. We no need kidding. great uh, stories that inspire us, that really happen. We need stories and the power of them more than ever right now. And uh, it's amazing to see people react to this saying, you know, the, the early reviews for it have been, and listen, I've been at this long enough. We all get reviews. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. The ones that say I'm the greatest aren't right. The ones that say I'm the worst aren't right. Like, you know, there's just, as in all things today in America, everything's an exaggeration and you got to find the truth in the middle. So I never get all outstanding reviews. No one does. So someone always wants to kind of kick you down. This is the first book we've ever done where all three trade, you know, uh, publishers weekly and book list, and all, all three of them gave us glowing reviews. And I'm like, wow. And, it, and I don't think it's because I've suddenly learned much more as a writer. I think it's because Abraham Lincoln's an amazing person. But I also think right. it's because we need this story at this moment in time. We just kind of lucked into the moment. And so, yes, I want people to buy Mother's and Father's Day gifts. But I think it's more important that they get
0: some inspiration right now. So uh, aside from uh, the Lincoln conspiracy, which, you know, is going to be it's going to be huge for you, and you know it is. Even if you know, it, with it, it, just will be. But what else? I mean, what are you doing? You got the kids' books, you got the comic books. You're working on uh, some more. Are you working on another thriller outside of the conspiracy theories? I mean, you're a busy man.
2: Yeah. So we're doing just to go in order of what comes next. We just did last week. Um, we put out our newest kids' book. We did I am Leonardo da Vinci, and again, we've talked about this. So, you know, our, yeah. our kids' books are there that give our kids better heroes to look up to Um, heroes that can teach our kids kindness and compassion and perseverance. And so we did, I am Walt Disney, which was our biggest selling launch ever. We did, I am Marie Curie and we just did, um, I am Leonardo da Vinci, which I wrote for my youngest, who's our little Normal. dreamer. Creative one plays with Legos. I'm like, you know what? Here's the power of creativity. Meet, meet me a Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. We have the TV show on PBS Kids based on the kids' book series Xavier Riddle. Oh, that's I didn't even mention him.
0: that. That's right. So oh that's gosh.
2: fun because, you know, again, it has it, it's it surrounds these three characters, Xavier, their sister, Yudina, and their best friend, the most handsome cartoon character ever named Brad.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> and so I got to be a cartoon character every day on PBS. I think not. And um, and that's fun. It's obviously based on the kids book series. So the kids on the show are having a problem like they're being bullied. As an example, they, they go and use their time machine to go back in time and meet Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks teaches them how to deal with the bully. They come back to the present day and they use that lesson. So it's a lesson of the kids books, those moral values that we need so badly. And I am Leonardo da Vinci, I am Walt Disney. Yeah. We use him on the TV show, and then. But the truth is, is uh, you nailed it actually from the start. What I'm really working on is the sequel to the thriller, and so the sequel to The Escape Artist is really what my big push is right now, and um, yeah. and trying to finish the draft of that. Which is so. How are
0: you uh, holding up uh, with the lockdown? I mean, uh, you work out of the house anyway, right? So I, the thing the is, is the everyone suddenly, is suddenly had right? Everyone the suddenly. Out?
2: Yeah, everyone suddenly has the writer's life. Welcome to my life. Now, yeah. that's what you're experiencing. Everyone sits at home. This is what I've done. I mean, the, the sad thing, though, is, of course, I um, I wish I was, you know, oh, I'm just I'm just living my life, but I'm not, because like everyone else, I'm distracted, and my kids are yeah. home, and it's just, you know, my son was supposed to graduate high school, and they canceled the prom, and right. there's no graduation next month, and or this month. What am I saying? He was supposed to graduate, and so you know it's hard you you know but but there are people who have it so much harder and so know. you know we're we're pairing up with our you know our synagogue and you know the churches and everyone else that's doing stuff trying to help people who need help right now that's what we're really doing i mean we take our money from these books as we've done for 20 years now and we donate 10% of it to Absolutely. charity because people need help and so that's what you know that's what we're really doing
0: yeah of course uh, so here we go uh, just go to com. And uh, figure out where you can uh, where you can sneak into those Facebook lives with Brad and get things signed just for you, and you can read the latest book, the Lincoln Conspiracy. I cannot wait to finish it. I wish I had already finished it by the time I talk to you because I I, I want to know the ending, Brad. I want yeah, to
2: No, end. no. Spoiler alert. He lives. <laughs> but, yeah, let me tell you this, though. You're not going to believe the ending. You're not going to believe it. Because you wait till you see how they save him. Wait till you see what happens on that train. Wait till you see what Lincoln says when they come to him and say, Sir, they're trying to kill you. Watch what Lincoln's reaction is and what he does the next day. It's going to blow your mind. And it all really happened. This is not fiction. This is a nonfiction book with 50 pages of footnotes in the back that will entertain you and grip you and show you Abraham Lincoln in a way you've never, you know, one of the reviewers said, one of the blurbs said, think you know Abraham Lincoln, n- guess again.
0: Brad Meltzer, Bradmelzer.com.
2: Thank you, my friend. Take care. Thank you. Thank you, brother. All
0: right, let's do the uh, coronavirus update for, uh the fourth as i told brad may the fourth be with you for those of you you know listening live uh today may 4th 2020 coronavirus three million six hundred and nine thousand nine hundred and sixty total cases worldwide 250,097 deaths worldwide at the time of this recording And in the United States of America, 1,197,907 total cases will be, you know, well over 1,200,000 by the end of the day today and 69,011 deaths total at the time of this recording in the United States of America, Uh, China has gone, uh, where Where the heck is China down this list now? Yes, they're still hanging in under 83,000 because they have three new cases. So they are at 82,880 total cases. That's exactly what they're doing. They're keeping it under 83,000. So uh, as of this recording, they have three new cases. The TSA checkpoint numbers uh, going through I mean, it's starting to climb a little. 170,254 through the gates uh, yesterday. That's, I mean, they, they went from uh, 170 on Friday, 171,563, then two sixty-one on Saturday, a little bit of a slow day on Saturday, and 172,54 on Sunday. That's, I mean, granted, I know it's only 170,254 people You know, yesterday, as of a year ago, it was, you know, two and a half million. You know, it's a huge, huge drop. I got it almost. I mean, you say 95 or 99 percent or whatever. I mean, it's almost zero comparatively speaking, but it is starting to climb up. So that's good news. Good news. Uh, You know, rather than the lowest point of 87,534, which was, you know, mid-April, wow i mean we're we never they didn't drop below that so that's you know that's good news and we were talking a little bit about the mask rules for uh people being mandated to wear masks everywhere uh oklahoma city has now uh, kind of amended their declaration uh requiring uh requiring customers to wear face masks uh, while inside businesses um, sure Local businesses can mandate people wearing masks or not do business with you if you don't wear a mask. But uh, Oklahoma City said, hey, everybody has to wear a mask. And then all the people got pissed at all the store employees and were starting to threaten them with violence. (laughs) uh, Not funny. I mean, I'm not laughing at that. Not one. And in fact, there was one threat. According to city manager of Oklahoma City, Norman McNichol, where one threat was with the use of a firearm. I mean, I guess I kind of believe that, but you know, it's him just covering his butt. Uh, they've decided that the Oklahoma City, you know what, we've 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 changed. Uh, we don't really like to back down from bullies, but you know what, we're going to back down because uh, we're going to tell you that you don't have to. You don't have to wear a mask. Sure, we want you to. And uh, and all that. we're not going to mandate it because uh, you scared us. So your bullying worked. And uh, we're not going to mandate it anymore. Oh, okay. Well, so much for that never backing down from bully rule, huh? And we have so much more as the show continues on the podcast, which is an exact reason you should subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right. We found out uh, over the weekend uh, what the Grim Reaper actually sounds like. So they reopened some beaches in Florida and people were happy about the reopening of beaches. I mean, they, in California, people defied the lockdown on the beaches. So, uh, but Florida opened some beaches up and of course, We have people who are upset that they're reopening beaches. And, you know, the local news was there to cover it. ABC 13 in Panama City uh, was out there on the beach reporting. And uh, their reporter, I forget her name now, Faith Star, whatever it was, uh, she was on the beach. And she happened to get an interview with the Grim Reaper. Thank you. Yeah,
1: I'm here today to try to make a point that we need to, I think it's premature that we open our beaches. Uh, I'm a huge proponent of public beaches and I've been fighting for that for years. But I think that uh, the the danger of bringing all the people here to our area and spreading the virus and I think it's going to prolong the recovery we have. And I think that. We should uh, take better measures and it's we're drawing people from all over the world to our beautiful beaches it's too soon and we need and it's not appropriate
0: uh, well a hey, grim uh, I'm glad that you've been a proponent uh, for public beaches for many years because um, you know the beaches that were open were the public beaches and uh, people are not coming from all over the world right now to the state of Florida because there's no travel. So I'm not sure Grimm is catching all the news that's going on. Uh, but maybe he just wanted to dress up uh, in his little Grim Reaper outfit. And, uh, his name was his real name. I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing his real name is Grimm. He goes by the human name, Daniel Olfelder, Um, but you know, his real name is Grimm. If you don't know him up close and personal, I guess it's Mr. Reaper. But, uh, <laughs> so you cannot, you're you not going to please everyone. It's just incredible. What are you doing? Now, we talked quite a bit about uh, in the, within the last six months, seven months of the Madonna World Tour that turned out to be the Madonna World Vacation. And once in a while, she decided to show up and put on a show. And then, oh, oh, my back, my back. And then limped off and said, sorry, you're not getting your money back. Well, uh, she has been busy posting some great things on her Instagram account. And, you know, she's been in her bathtub with her little milk baths and rose petals and, you know, taking care of things. But this weekend she posted a, a great, great video letting people know that she did test positive for the COVID-19 antibodies. But she did a whole video thing, a couple of minutes long. I don't know that I'm going to be able to make it all the way through. but uh, And she was typing at a typewriter. There was a candle burning. And it's just kind of proof that maybe the meds are running low. Oh, I forgot quarantine about the number 14 I think it's
2: quite significant that the paper I'm typing on just caught on fire and consumed my paper I am so consumed in my own confusion so bewildered in my
1: incapacity to express my disappointment so unwilling to fight with people I have been in quarantine with because I know the futility of it and yet I want to taste the satisfaction of being known of being right. understood it amazes me that we care so much about what people think or winning people's
2: favor or being right in an argument. I hate myself for this pettiness. Human behavior, learned behavior, oh, old yeah. behavior, unconscious okay, I behavior, old patterns. I
0: apologize. You can go to, you know, you can find it. I, I may tweet it out uh, so you can watch the whole thing if you want. I, I was going to, I actually was just going to sit back and let it go, but I can't. I can't. Uh. And since paper has run out man, of space. No, Matt tree run out of wood, run out of time. <clears throat> out of the heart. Just. And now you must go to bed, you naughty little candle. There was <gasps> wax all over her head. Just burned my finger a little bit. <laughs> Madge, just let's stop. I just.
1: How many times have you been saying, I want Madonna to tell me I burn my finger with wax? That's true. How I, many I, times I, have you I, have I, you you're listening and you just chilling at the house? And I'm like, you know what? What I need in my life right now is Madonna telling me that she burned her finger with hot wax. That is what I'm missing in my life. And boom, she gave it to you. It took two minutes and three seconds. But she gave you that one line.
0: She did she did. It was great. And she talked about how she's gonna go for a drive and just breathe in the covid nineteen air
1: <sighs> by the way, it's very interesting that this is her diary fourteen entry. We've been in the c q b for fifty three days. I feel right. like she's running behind
0: <laughs> now, maybe these are maybe these are just you know, she doesn't do it every day, right? okay, so she's just. There's days when it's just it's just too much. It's Chris. too much, it too hurt, right? It's in too much pain. Okay. It's just it's just too much. So seriously, how old
1: is she supposed to be? Because she does not look whatever age you're about to tell me.
0: Madonna. Yeah. She's forty. Sixty, I think. Oh
1: wow! She looks great in that video, by the way.
0: I know. I know the I'm video. Is,
1: the video was shot black and white. Sixty-one. Oh, she looks forty, bro. She looks beautiful. She looks hot.
0: I know. I like Madonna. I always have. I All mean, right, I've, I've wanted to, should say. Really, no, I've always no,
1: Because the problem is, I've always
0: wanted to like
1: the Madonna. last video I have of her is in the milk but, but, uh, milk tub. Yeah. And she looked horrible.
0: Yeah, she didn't look good.
1: No, but in this video, she looks great. <laughs> her blowing the candle her getting burned the finger her putting the paper uh next to her face looking through the hole i'm in (laughs) i am in but she said she only dates like 20 year olds right
0: oh yeah i mean if you're if you yeah she's i mean i i I love her for it bless her heart she's 61 and if you're if you're older than 30 you're out
1: oh i'm out well, hold on. I mean, I'm 30. I don't turn 31 until the end of the year.
0: You're still good. So just I'm don't still tell good. Her. Just I lie. Still good. Just lie.
1: And I'm brown, and she's supposed to be supporting brown people.
0: Yeah, she does. So she definitely supports brown people. And if you if you just say, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm brown, and hola. I'm young," you're in.
1: Hola, amor. Don't worry about it. Me llamo Chris. Solamente tengo 30 años. ¿Quieres para la casa? Por favor.
0: You talking to Madonna now? Or...
1: Oh, I forgot where I was. Sorry.
0: Are you are you speaking Madonna's language? Or...
1: I am speaking Madonna language. Oh, yes, I am.
0: I think I think if you I think if you if you showed up at Madonna's door and you did and you and you re, just repeat what you just said to me.
1: Hola Madonna. Me llamo Chris. Tengo 30 años. Hola, querida. Dame un besito, por favor.
0: You're at the bath with Madonna. Piece of cake. No problem. She's blowing wax on your fingers.
1: Fisher, it's a family show. <laughs> no, You're, a done. You're done. You're done. You're <laughs> done. You crossed <laughs> no. the line.
0: I, know. I was talking about the wax from the candles. what don't, don't understand. And good news coming from Kansas city. I'll leave you with Kansas city. I know I'm supposed to be done because I just made, you know, Chris mad talking about wax being blown on his fingers, but, uh, good news coming out of Kansas city, uh, Kansas city, Missouri, uh, is now permitting religious gatherings and that's good, right? I mean, we're all, we all want religious gatherings back and we want, uh, churches and, and people to be together. But, uh, there's just one, just one catch. Um, if you if you show up to the church, uh, they've got to make a list of everyone who attends, and uh, they've got to provide that list to the city. Don't worry about it though. Don't worry about it though. It's not there's not going to be there's no official record of who attends the church and when they attended and how many people they brought with them or anything. That never happened in history before ever. <laughs> so. Don't worry about that being anything other than just for your safety. For your safety. that That's all we care about is safety. That's why we want to know who you are, what church you're in, and how long you stayed, and how many people you came with. And it's all just to enable the health department to more quickly trace and test and isolate individuals who may have been exposed to COVID-19. So it has nothing to do with Anything other than your health and safety. What are we?